to Gen Z Unbiased. I'm Emily. So for a while when I was younger, I would watch family vloggers like J House Vlogs, Eight Passengers, Norris Nuts, and I honestly saw absolutely nothing wrong with these families. And I think one of the main families that I'm realizing this is so negative is eight passengers. And how they are not good. They're not good people. And I don't think it's the kids. I don't think it's Chad. It's not Sherry. It's obviously not the younger kids. It is the parents themselves. Specifically the mom. Yeah. Some of them, it is like the mom runs them. The mom does all the work. And then the dad will just edit them or do some of the behind the scenes stuff. But a mom does do a lot of the work. She films it. She wanted it. She... She's the one who thinks of all the ideas. She, you know, if they're doing collabs, the mom manages all that. Yeah. Yeah. And from when they started and they're just like, oh, let's document life. And I think a lot of families do start off like, oh, let's document life. Let's let's share our life with our family and friends easily, you know. And that's how it starts for most families. And it's when it becomes, okay, now you're getting subscribers. People are watching you. People who aren't family. People who don't know you. Now they're watching you. And it's like... And it's not even for you at that point. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And it's when it becomes I'm doing this for money, I'm doing this to please my fan to please my fans. That's when it becomes the big issue. which you could literally search it up on tiktok and you will see probably over a million videos of people who have been to these wilderness camps saying how absolutely terrible they are it is Yeah. 
Absolutely not. And uh, when I was first watching them, I was actually watching them at the point that they sent their son to wilderness camp. So their breaking point was actually when he played the prank, like, oh, the Disney prank. It was the Disney prank. So if you don't know about it, Chad, the oldest son who got sent to wilderness camp, he said to their little brother, he woke him up at around four or five in the morning and he said, oh, we're going to Disney, pack your bags. And the mother she he got his bed taken away for it was like three to six months it was a while he didn't get his phone he obviously didn't have any electronics or access to the internet um and he was his bed was taken away he was forced to sleep on a bean bag with a blanket and then they sent him to the wilderness camp yeah another thing they did was they took christmas away from their two youngest children that was very recent. That was like last Christmas. And so with that now she what is she in? She's doing something yeah, else now. Yeah. And that's where the people ask the question. That's what we're going to start doing. There were also times where she would record these occurrences and then also record how she dealt with them. The time tantrum, recording time tantrums is a whole separate thing. The way she would, there was a time where she recorded, it was one of her middle kids, I think it was Julie. She had gotten her period for the first time, which is a huge moment in anyone's life. And she got her period and her mom recorded talking to Julie about how to put a pad on, how to put a tampon. It was Julie or Abby, and they're very close in age. They're very, um, they're like twins, basically. You know, they're not. It was one of those two girls. And sharing it with the world. She was, and she even said in the video, like, can you not record this? And, um... Even if it is normal, yes, it is normal for anyone to get their period. It's not something she wants to share with millions of people. Like, I understand maybe texting your sister, like, oh, Julie got her period. Or Abby got her period, but it's not something you want to share with millions of strangers. That's when I was watching them. They started off, it seemed like the kids wanted to play with the kids. Yes. The mom didn't want them to start with the kids. The mom was like, oh, um, sure. And once she got up, I think it started spiraling. 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 I think it started spira
What are you doing? Is this your education? Like, man, how many subscribers do we have? Let's file mom and dad's taxes for all this tax write-offs for all the channels we have. Like, that's their math class. Oh, definitely. No, they're not like making Mr. Beast money. Yeah. Yeah. When I was into Shane Dawson, which again, we're going to have another episode on him. Um, and I was into him in like sixth grade. I asked for Santa, I asked from Santa, I asked for Christmas. I was like, I want this hoodie, the oh my God picture. I want this. I want his book. Or when I was into Jake Paul, which again, we're going to have another episode on these types of celebrities. Um, like Jake Paul, Shane Dawson, all the, that, those types of celebrities, we're going to have an episode on them. But when I was into them, Jake Paul, Shane Dawson, all of them, you know, I was like, oh, I want this hoodie from Jake Paul. I want, yeah, they, they knew their audience and they knew, they're like, oh, Christmas is coming up. We're having a sale. Mom and dad can get you this or Santa can even make it. Like, this can be your Christmas gift for mom and dad. Or they'd be, like, a lot of channels would even say, ask Santa. You know, ask Santa. Mom and dad can you, like, they would try to, like, they knew their audience was kids who still believe in Santa. Kids who are under the age of, I would say, 16. Like, that's, the, it's your job. It's how you make money. Yeah. 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 I think it's like, because I know I would go running to my mom, like, Mom, look at this sweatshirt from Shane Dawson. I want it. I want it. Or look at this sweatshirt from Jake Paul. And, you know, a lot of these people, they sell them on Amazon. And Amazon, my mom loved Amazon. Like, that was her, like, my mom wanted something. She'd be like, oh, find it on Amazon. Like, find it on Amazon was her thing because she trusted it. And it's very, very trustworthy. Like, you yes. get something from Amazon, you know you're going to get it. And if you don't get it, you know the return. Yeah, and you know the return policy is very, very simple. Especially now where all you have to go to a store is scan your phone and give them the stuff. You don't even go package it. So my mom loved Amazon because of the price discounts and knowing it was credible. So when I found stuff on Amazon and I'd be like, look at this Shane Austin hoodie. Look at this Jake Paul hoodie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and they're like, we're normal. We our kids have breakdowns too. That we're not all happy go lucky. I also think another thing that needs to be brought up is when these kids are so young, when they're under the age of, I would say, 13, and you're recording them, 
whether it be something good or bad they do, and they go to school for the first time, unless they're being homeschooled, when they go to school for the first time, and let's say, you know, Sally Joe is being recorded every day, and a video of her crying gets posted on TikTok, Jimmy John is going to be in school, and he's going to find these videos of Sally Joe, and he's going to share them with the whole school, and Sally's going to get bullied, because... These videos are public for anyone to see, not just, you know, people out of state. It's going to be people, you know, people in your small little town. They're going to find these videos. Yeah. Yeah. Because they watch you. But you're comfortable with posting it to millions of people? And to that, I say, you asked for it. I mean, you posted your children's face on the internet. You showed parts of their everyday lives. Yeah. Really, you need to see in general. Yeah. And you're not surprised that Sean was there walking around wanting to take photos with your kids. I mean, that's yeah. what happened. I also think these YouTube celebrities, I don't want to call them celebrities because they're not, like, YouTube celebrities, they're not real celebrities. Shane Dawson, Jake Paul, Eight Passengers, Norris Nuss, these people who vlog their daily lives, they're not celebrities. They're not. A celebrity is someone who, like, is well-known, like Harry Styles, One Direction, they're celebrities. You know, like, Olivia Wilde, she's a celebrity. Simon Cowell, he's a celebrity. These people are celebrities. Taylor Swift's a celebrity. Shane Dawson, Jake Paul, Eight Passengers. These are just like kind of. What? Yes. It's possible. It's not hard. It's not. But they made it so simple to get to that point that how well known are you? If there's 300 people. And well, arguably some of them, some of these YouTubers do have more followers. I mean, I personally would keep them more famous. Yeah, they're famous, but they're not. They only post on YouTube and they're only, like, starting, like, what's on YouTube is not impressive. No. Like, Jenna Marcos, she's a normal person that posts on YouTube. Well, she said when she stopped posting, but yeah. that used to post on YouTube and got famous and was posting pretty regularly online, getting her content. But a lot of these people still have jobs based on online. Yeah. And we forget that. Christine, the hollow taco nail polish girl, I watched her for a little bit. She had a job on the side. She was not making money off YouTube. She was making money, but she. She had a whole job on the side. It was something with um, crime investigation. But she had a job on the side at a desk. She had a nine-to-five job. She was not doing, painting her nails and sharing them with the world. That was not her job. Yeah, because nowadays, especially for our generation, I think a lot of us take that, like seeing these people, this is all they do. All I'm no. doing
it's not just posting videos. It's it becomes your job. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just, oh, let me vlog my life and share it with the world. It became, I need to do this. This is what I'm doing. This is how I'm going to like survive in life. This is my main source of income. Yeah. Yeah. They love being at our school. They love seeing their students every day. They love teaching. Like Father Tom, I talk to him. Um, he loves his job, but I'm sure there are days where he's like, yeah, definitely. Because now we're getting to that age where we have to start making choices, especially you. You have to start making choices. What do you want to do in life? And I think this is where it gets hard for people because now I'm deciding. Do I want to go into nursing? This is me personally. Do I want to go into nursing and know I'm going to make money? and know I'm going to do weird in life, or do I want to go into digital media and be happy? Because if I go into nursing where I hate science with a burning passion, if I go into nursing and I hate it with a burning passion, but I make money, do I want to do that? Or do I want to go into digital media, struggle to make money, but be so happy with what I'm doing with myself? Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah, but everyone does. And I think for some people, it's like maybe the job you wanted would make you happy. Some people do want to be a nurse and that makes them happy. Some people do want to be a doctor and that makes them happy. Some people want to do, you know, brain surgery and that'll make them happy. But there are people who want to do digital media. There are people who want to do teaching. There are people who want to do these jobs where you're making 40K maybe a year. You know, I know there are some teachers who make a ton of money, but if you want to be a kindergarten teacher at a public school, you're not making a lot of money. Mm -mm. No way. Yeah. And that's going to be a whole other episode on its own and teachers because our mom's, well, my mom was a teacher. Your mom is a teacher. Um, that's going to be a whole other episode on its own of just teachers and the way they are treated because we have seen it pretty much firsthand. So back to these family vloggers. I think they do this because they're trying to share it with the world, but it becomes, instead of it just being, 
oh, Aunt Grandma, look at this video of Sally Joe taking her first steps. It becomes Grandma, what do you mean I shouldn't be posting Sally Joe having a tantrum? Yeah, because Kevin is a professor. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I've seen videos of I've seen videos of him teaching. He's a very good person. Yeah. I think another family is like the Ballingers. Yes, the Ballingers. Because I just thought about them. I, um, especially Colleen Ballinger. Yes. Yeah. Just yeah, just and there are kids. They have like, what four kids now? I think it's like six. Yeah, five or six kids. The middle one, Parker. They started when they yeah. And so for her, and for all of them, it was, um, you know, it was just something that their dad did. He was recording the family, whatever. Yeah, like, you know, I remember my mom always recorded us, you know, Christmas Day opening yeah. the gifts. Let's send it to Aunt Jen. Aunt Jen, look at look at Emily and Caitlin opening her gifts. They, they're so happy. Look what's Santa got. It, it was normal. And I think recording, especially nowadays, recording your kids is a very normal thing. Yeah, I think you know. No, definitely not because they both have jobs. Yes, they both have jobs, and in the beginning. I didn't watch them that early. So I watched them pretty early on because I had already seen Sam. And I will say that when I watched these videos, most of the time the kids weren't on the camera. They were yeah. very cautious of what they reported, what they were saying, and what was kept in the video because they knew and they were smart enough to understand the consequences of what they were not Because their children weren't allowed to not be for the most part. They were and that's sometimes how I wish I was raised. I mean, I was raised like that, but I think for a decent amount of my childhood, I did feel like I was left out because yeah. I was surrounded by kids who were able to do these yes. things. And I don't think second grade of the year I started with able to play because I remember in school I was able to play like games like Hot Rocket and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember starting off online, and then I was having to eat and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, my parents wanted me to play stuff, and she's that's what was happening every time I 
still happening now, but they were growing in technology and the yeah. kids are starting earlier and earlier on watching these videos and taking their parents' phones and watching YouTube and not being monitored. Yeah. And sometimes like I'll have interactions with kids who are in middle schoolers or our schoolers, like school and high school. It's six to twelfth grade. It's six to twelfth grade. And so when I speak to the like twenty to fifth graders, sometimes I have certain expectations of how they'll act and speak with one another and communicate with them. So much of the generation is yeah. bad, but it's also because of what they experience. Yeah. And I know it has to have to do with online watching their parents and everything yeah. they saw and who they're watching and who they're interacting with. And I in ruined childhood, I think now I'm even longing for my childhood as yeah. I was turning eighteen years old. And I feel as though I lost a part of my childhood to Got my and to COVID and all these different things and I miss it. But a lot of these kids are getting cut off earlier and earlier and they're starting yeah, my sister's in sixth grade, and, you know, she's not one of those kids who are acting much older than who they are, but she has friends who, I'm like, dude, you're in sixth grade, why are you wearing a crop top hoop earrings and walking around with an eye to the phone 14? It, like, gives me a headache. 11. fine you're 16 years old 15 years old doing that that's fine that's a different yeah, story it's when you're like 11 years old and like my there's a girl who lives near us and she was friends with my sister for a while she walks around in these crop tank tops these short shorts and these hoop earrings and has like the newest iphone every year and i'm like what is going on like you're you're 11 years old Definitely. My year for COVID, I think it really varies on where you were. So if you were in, I would say, like, 10th to, like, your senior year of high school when COVID happened, it didn't affect you the way it did other people. You know, you were already, like, mature. You already been through puberty. You're, like, grown. You know, it's not, like, obviously it affected you, but not the way it affected people who I would say in 6th to ninth grade. There it's, like, okay, you're losing a lot of your, like, it's a little, it's messed up. It's when it's under like fifth grade, then it's like affecting your education and your social and emotional because that age, especially third to fifth grade, that's where you start to grow up. So these kids who are being homeschooled and videoed and posted online, showing them grow up to the world. Now Johnny's gonna go to school and everyone's gonna see Johnny, be able to have access to Johnny's childhood from age two to 10 when he starts going to third grade public school. Oh yeah. Pulsist. Because now, I was struggling during the pandemic, 
Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but that's yours. That's yours. But again, that's yours. Yeah. Know what their friends are seeing. Yeah. Like, COVID has affected me very, very personally. You know, like, yeah, very personally on a completely different level than it did most people. Completely different level. If that was videoed, if from when my mom first got sick till up about two months ago, if that was videoed and posted for everyone in the world to see, I would have been extremely uncomfortable. I don't need... Exactly. I don't need my chemistry class to see that when I was already out for three days and they asked me why and I tell them and they're like, oh, I had no idea. Like, you knew. I don't need them to see that video. That's just another thing for them to make fun of because exactly. kids are rude. Kids are rude. It's very easy to get access to anything. Especially being able to get it during the day now because kids have iPads and computers in school. Like, we have iPads in school. Yeah. Kids are mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, there are, you know, private things should be kept private. My mom always said, your private life, what happens in your home, your private life should be kept private. And, okay, maybe, you know, you vlog your cooking and your kids help you out. Not a big deal. It's when the intent is to make money and you're videoing these children, not, you know, your 16-year-old daughter, Emma, who happens to be in the video, or there's this woman on TikTok. She, her name's Melinda. She's an Orthodox Jew. Yes, and she has two kids, but her kids are both, her daughter's 11, 12, Nora's 13, yeah, because she just had her bought this one. Um, and then Zach is 14. He's a, he's a year younger than me, so he's in his freshman year of high school. No. And even, like, when she does record, the Nora does always want to be on the TikTok because she's a 13-year-old girl. You know, you always want to be mom famous. Yeah. No. Yeah. You know, every once in a while, Nora's in a video, and Zach is very rarely in a video because he doesn't want to be in that. Yeah, when she's like, oh, Zach and I are going to be trying these crumble cookies, but he doesn't want to be in the video, so here's just, like, his, you know, here's him eating it. What do you think? And, like, it'll record his face, but his face won't be there because Zach will be like, oh, Mom, I don't want to be in the video. Okay, that's fine. Can we just record your voice for the video? Sure. And that's it. She is amazing because if, like, she, if her kids say, hey, don't record this, okay, phone's away. And her kids aren't young either. Like, they understand. They, they're 13, 14, they understand, like, social media is a scary place. Yeah. No. 
Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. There's this another mom I follow, Lindsay Girk. She is amazing. This she her kids are never in the videos. I think I've seen one video with her four year old. One. Um, there's another person who I, I would have to find the account, but these two moms, they do not post their kids ever, like ever. The videos they make are reenacting their kids. So for example, let's say it's a video two year things my two year old did today, but it's not videos of her two year old. It's videos of her reenacting this. So, um, let's say she'll be running into the screen, fall down, and then it'll be a voiceover like, oh, what's, what are you doing? Like she never posts her kid. Never. Yeah. Especially when it's not something that happens when you're, you know, when your mom starts doing it when you're eight, nine years old and when it's something you're born into. That's when it's like, because Colleen Ballinger, her kids, her two sons, they're born into mom videoing everything and posting it. He doesn't understand that social media is a scary place. I don't watch them. They're, they're young. They're young. content without your kids for so long now you need to have them another family definitely um another family i used to absolutely love i don't know if you've ever heard of them j house blogs they have, um, last I checked, they had five kids. The oldest was Isaac, Elise, Caleb, Laura. What was the youngest name? Janae. Janae. And, and their last name is posted. Again, I'm not going to share that for privacy reasons. You know, you can go look for that. But Okay, so they first started vlogging when it was just the two oldest, Isaac and Elise. They were... They were pretty young. They were probably five, four or five years old. And then they had Caleb, and then they had Laura, and then they had Janine. Um, 
you know, from the moment Caleb's born, he has a camera on his face. From the moment Laura's born, she has a camera on her face. From the moment um, Janae's born, she has a camera on her face. From the moment those three are born, they have a camera in their face. And then as for the other two, they're so young. Like, do they really remember it without being a camera in their face? Yeah, and I think, like, I understand, like, they're posting very, very calm videos. There's nothing really. There's no tamper tantrums being filmed. But again, like, do you need to share this with the world? Like, make the channel private because they're homeschooled. Do your kids need that for when they turn 18 and they start applying to colleges? Does the college need to be, like, when the college Googles these kids, because colleges do that. They got Google, they Google your name. When... They Google Sally Joe is the first thing they need, they need to see videos of Sally Joe eating her breakfast at five years old. Is that what a college needs to see? I can go into colleges and stuff. Put on the list. I Yeah. Like, when Johnny tries to apply to his first job, is the first thing that job needs to see when they Google Johnny's name, Johnny doing anything? And I think just, just these family bloggers, they just, the fact that the money they're getting is from their kids it's just not okay and another thing that relates to this is people who put their kids in the acting industry at a young age yeah but again like they don't yeah so i think a lot of these things can definitely be talked about a whole another 40 minute for a whole another 40 minutes but i think we got a lot out about Family vloggers, eight passengers, Norris Notch, J House vlogs, um, the Ballingers, all these families, they have been talked about. And I think just talking about it in a way that was unbiased and just like a normal conversation is something that I think a lot of people need to hear. And I think this is going to be great for people. So.